Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we're going to talk about and accountability um, and uh, how powerful and important uh, those things are. Uh, um, but before we do, uh, let me just go into the Psalms uh, and read for you uh, a powerful and just encouraging Psalm. This has just been uh, stirring within me. Uh, I'm sure you're uh, probably familiar with it once I get into it. Um, but you know, I, I just continue to feel like uh, that we need uh, encouragement. Uh, and uh, as Joy and I talked about, I think last Wednesday night, the uh, the scriptures are so life giving and encouraging. Yes. Uh, so so if you're worried tonight, listen to the scripture. If if you're fearful, uh, listen to this uh, scripture. If you're just down a little bit, just discouraged, just just listen to the word of God and just let 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 this speak to you uh, and and encourage you. This yes. is Psalm. Uh, 46. We'll, we'll read this and then we'll pray together. Psalm 46. Uh, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help uh, in time of trouble. I just love that. That is good. <laughs> um, it's just so true. God, God is our refuge and He is uh, our strength. Is it Proverbs 18 that says the the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it, and, yeah. and they're and they're what? They're safe. safe. Yes, we run into it, and we are, and we are safe. And then it says that that He is an ever-present help in in trouble. So, like in the moment, at the place, God is present there. Yes, when we need Him. Right now, He's an ever-present help in in your need in your moment of trouble. So, so then verse two says this. Therefore, uh, we will not fear. Ooh, that's good. Amen. Amen. We're just, we're just not going to do it uh, because God is our refuge and He is our strength and He is our ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not uh, fear. Right. You've got to have some will nots yes. uh, in your life right. and, and fear ought to be uh, one of them. Therefore, right. we uh, will not fear. <laughs> Listen to this. Though, uh, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, uh, though its waters ro roar and foam and the mountains quake uh, with their surging, uh, we will not fear because Amen. God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Yes. And then it says this in verse 4, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Mm. He is a strong tower. The righteous run into him and they are safe. It, it's just... If you're ever down, if you're ever discouraged, you need to just start moving through the Scriptures and finding all the times that God promises that He's with us. That's encouraging that to me. Is. God, is, yes. God is with you right now. Uh, the God of Jacob is your fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations He has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. And he burns the shield with fire. 
Verse 10, you know this one. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. I love it like when God just speaks. Yeah. Like for a little bit here, the uh, the psalmist is like speaking. But then God interrupts almost and, and, and he says, yeah. be still and know that I am God. Yes. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Here it is again. This is how it ends. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty is with you. The God of Jacob is your fortress. Don't be afraid. He is, he is our, our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Uh, be still and know that He is God. Yes. Let's pray together. That's good. Lord, we love you tonight. We are <laughs> thankful to be those who have trusted in you who have run to your name, who have declared that you are our, our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Uh, if someone's listening tonight, Lord, and they've not uh, trusted you as Lord and Savior, they, they've not made you their strong tower that they run into and are safe, I pray that they will tonight, that they will uh, maybe right now just pray and say, Jesus, I trust you as Savior and Lord. I declare that you are my refuge and my strength, my ever-present help in time of trouble. You are my strong tower that I run into. You are my Lord God Almighty who is with me, and I will be still in you and know that you are God. Yes. I pray tonight, Lord, that you would just chase out fear, that you'd bring to us strength and courage and, 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 and assurance and refreshing, uh, being reminded that you are with us, that you are our fortress, yes. that you are God Almighty, and that you have spoken to us and said, just be still in me, just trust in me and know that I am yes. God. And we trust in you, we're still in you, we're, uh, we're waiting in you, and, uh, and we are uh, exalting you and glorifying you and lifting you on high, knowing that you're going to move in our behalf, knowing that you are powerful, uh, that you are good, uh, that you are wise, and that you know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. We bless you and we exalt you for this, Jesus. Lord, we pray tonight that you just be in our time together and just speak to us. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, uh, like I said, um, let's take some time and, and uh, talk about uh, influence uh, and accountability. Um, you know, I think it's important for us to, to know uh, or, or to remember uh, that, that we all have influence uh, and that we will be held accountable uh, so maybe you know I just you just need to make it a little bit more you know for you uh, you have influence and you will uh, be held accountable uh, I think this is one of the things that that the the righteous and the wise are aware of and they understand that that I've got influence and I'm going to be held accountable for it. And, and because they're aware of that and they understand that, it affects the, the way that they live. It affects the, you know, the decisions that they make. They consider that when they're on their way, mm. um, which, is, which is what Scripture says. And, uh, and, and it says that the foolish or, or the wicked 
that they don't consider that. Right. That they, 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 maybe they don't, maybe they realize it, but it doesn't bother them. Mm. They, they don't consider the fact that they've got uh, influence and that they're gonna be held accountable for it. Or uh, they don't believe uh, that they're gonna be held accountable for it, which is, um, which is what Psalms uh, 94 says uh, about, about the wicked. Uh, let me read it to you. And um, just hear from Scripture uh, how the wicked, the wicked think about, about influence and accountability. Uh, and, uh, you know, just if you don't know this, um, you just you don't want to align with the wicked. <laughs> you don't want to be in that category. You don't want to be in that in that group. No. Uh, Psalm 94, no. starting at verse one. O Lord, the God who avenges, O God who avenges, shine forth. You, you see right there that that we're going to be held accountable, that, you know, God's not just going to let everything go, that he's the God uh, who avenges, and here the here the psalmist is calling for him to avenge. You know, rise up, O judge of the earth. Mm-hmm. See, he he's uh, he is the judge, and he is a just judge, and he will judge uh, the living and the dead uh, for every idle word that they've spoken, for everything that they've done. We we will be held accountable. Um, for the way that we use our influence. Uh, Rise up, O judge of the earth, pay back to the proud what they deserve. How long will the wicked, O Lord, how long will the wicked be jubilant? They pour out arrogant words. All the evildoers are full of of boasting. Mm -hmm. Uh, They crush your people, O Lord. They oppress your inheritance. They slay the widow and the alien. They murder the fatherless. Verse 7, this is what it says. They say, the Lord does not see. The God of Jacob pays no heed. And so they're, so they're just living however they want to live, doing whatever they want to do, and, and they're saying, God's not watching. God's not paying attention. God's not listening. God doesn't see. He, he doesn't. He doesn't care, um, but, uh, but in verse 8, it tells us that he does. Take heed, uh, you senseless ones, among the people. See, so that's like a senseless, wicked, foolish way to live, thinking that, uh, thinking that you're not going to be held accountable for the way that you influence. Uh, verse 9, does he who implanted the ear not hear? Uh, does he who... Uh, form the eye, not see? Does he who disciplines nations not punish? Uh, Does he who teaches uh, man lack knowledge? The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that he knows that they are futile. So so it's uh, uh, reminding us here that God does see. He formed the eye. He sees. He formed the ear. Uh, he hears. He's the one who's given us minds and knowledge. So he has a mind and knowledge, uh, which, by the way, is is beyond our comprehension. <laughs> That's right. uh, and uh, and and he. Then it says there that that not only does he see and hear, but he knows the thoughts that we think, and we know from Scripture. Like if we, you know, we're getting to First Samuel where he 
where he talks about David and he tells Samuel where he selects David and he tells Samuel that you know we see on the outward but God sees right to the heart God sees our heart he knows what's going on inside he knows what's going on in our in our thinking the Lord sees he hears uh, he knows uh, he will uh, hold us accountable um, for the way that we the way that we influence uh, Proverbs 14 uh, also tells us about this and it talks about uh, the wise uh, and and the foolish uh, in this Proverbs 14 verse 8 uh, the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways but the folly of fools uh, is deception uh, so the wise know I've got influence I'll be held accountable uh, for it and so I'm giving thought to the way that I'm living I'm, I'm thinking about my life and the way that I go and then and then still in Proverbs 14 moving into verse 15 it says a simple man believes anything just believe in whatever is is told to them but a prudent man gives thought to his steps he's thinking about what he believes he's thinking about the way that he lives which is a good thing to do because because we have influence mm. and will be held accountable for it uh, verse 16 a wise man fears the Lord and shuns evil, but a fool is hot-headed and reckless. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a wise man understands Psalm 94, that God avenges, that God judges, that God sees, that He hears, that He knows. Uh, a wise man recognizes that uh, and, uh, and, and, and he shuns evil, but a foolish man, God doesn't see, God doesn't hear, they're, they're hot-headed uh, and and they're reckless uh, so so we want to be wise we want to be people with of wisdom we want to be wise men and women and wise men and women recognize they've got influence they're going to be held accountable and that should affect the way that I live so uh, you're going to tell us about some people that were full of wisdom right and considered their way yeah. and show us how they were affected yeah. how they how that affected them and how they affected yeah. others right yeah right and the the way you say it sometimes and i like the way the way you have said this before is that wisdom says i'm connected and therefore others are affected yes so you know That's just right. in realizing that connection of of you know our influence and how important that is i was reading second timothy um, one today and it was just cool because you know Paul's talking to a young man you yes. know and yes. um, so he, he says right here in, in 1 5 um, Paul's talking to, to Timothy he said I'm reminded of your sincere faith man I'd mm -hmm. like Paul to say that about me. Yes, you know? amen. <laughs> man, I joy, I'm reminded of your sincere faith. You know, what a thing to say about Timothy. Um, but then he goes on to say, which mm. first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you yes. also. So we see a generational um, influence here. That's we see right. a grandmother who has passed on her influence to a mother. And we've seen the mother who has passed on her influence to Timothy. And I think mm. that in our culture today, that we don't have a government problem, that we don't have a... Um, you know, a, a, a problem with, with just the government. I believe we have a problem in the family. Yeah. 
And I think that at this day and age that God is coming and he is turning the hearts of the father to the children and the yes. hearts of the children to the father. And this just this struck out to me because we don't have a whole lot of grandmothers mm. passing on to the mothers and we don't have a whole lot of mothers passing on to the children or you know we can say that about the fathers and the grandfathers and we need if we're going to have revival in Come this on. country we need yes. some parents and we need some grandparents to rise up and say i've got influence yes. and i am going to use everything inside of me to influence my children and mm. my grandchildren so Amen. that it will be said of them they have sincere faith and it not only does it live in me it lives in them yes and so that's what that's this culture if we want to see it change the family has got to be changed that's right. and i see christian women and i'm just talking to women right now because i'm a woman but i see christian women who it's their influence um, they're being influenced by influencers that are on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and they're not getting into the word of God and being influenced by the influencer yes. and and it's not being passed on to our children and to our you know therefore into our grandchildren and so I want to call out the women I want to call out the mamas I want to call out the grandmothers I want to call out the aunts yes. you know let's let us be Lois's and Eunice's. Yes, <laughs> raise and up some Timothy. Raise up some Timothy's. Hallelujah. Yes, because we are connected and others are affected. And if we're getting our main influence from Facebook or Instagram or whatever, mm -hmm. then we're going to pass on that influence to our kids. And I'm sorry, but that's just not going to be sincere faith. And whenever they rise up and 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 uh, you know they need to rise up and and be called blessed and be called faithful and 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 when we're putting into the them, Facebook and Instagram, what we're being influenced in, uh, that's not going to help them stand and be that's wise right. and be children of God. And I thought it was really cool um, after Paul talks about his Timothy's grandmother and his mother, then he says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit of God that God gave us does not make us timid. I like the, the King James Version. Mm. God has not given you a spirit of fear, yes. but of power and of love and a sound mind. And I will tell you right there, this is something that my mama has passed on to me and mm -hmm. that whenever I was af afraid as a kid, she made me memorize 2 Timothy 1, 7. Yes. And because she passed that on to me, I have now passed that on to Lydia. Mm-hmm. And at night in the bed when she's afraid, I say, Lydia, here's what we're going to do. We're going, we're going to, we're going to quote this scripture. Yeah. And the scripture is, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Yes. And then we start talking about what that power means and what love means and what sound mind means. And, and man, fear leaves. Yes. And that's the kind of generational things that we've got to pass on to our kids yeah. and to our grandkids. And I'm going to declare that Lydia is going to pass that on to her little girl Amen. or her little boy. Yes. And then they're going to pass it on to their little little girls and little boys. And because on and that, on goes. Because yes. on and on it goes. And the same with negative influence. Yeah. You know, we've got to break generational curses. We've got to break gener negative generational things. And we've got to do what God has called us to do. And it also reminded me of the story in Joshua where they're coming across the Jordan River. Mm -hmm. And God tells them, man, he stops the Jordan River up. And they're walking through across, across it on dry land. They're about to go into their promised land. Mm -hmm. And he tells them to stop and get a stone 
from the middle of the Jordan River. For 12, there's 12 tribes of, of Israel, get one for each tribe. And then they gather, they get one, one stone up. And it's, he talks to them about, um, he said, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God in the midst of the Jordan and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder according to the number of tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, so he's talking about the future, future children who are coming, what does those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And when it passed over the Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And that's what God is wanting us to do. He is wanting us to set up memorial stones. Man, we have yes. seen God's goodness in our life. Yeah. We have gone through trials. We've gone through tribulations. But we have seen the goodness of God. And I want our kids, whenever they're going through something, to say, Mama, can you pull out the stone and remind me of what God has done for you? And mm-hmm. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to tell them the goodness of God, mm. the faithfulness of God, yes, the peace of God. And those are the stones that God is wanting us to build up in our lives that we pass on to the next generation. Yes. And then in Psalm 78, I want you to go there with me and read this with me. Psalm 78, and this is just going to connect it all together. At 78, 1, um, the, the psalm starts off here. It says, Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments but that they should not be like their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation a generation whose heart was not steadfast steadfast whose spirit was not faithful to god that's totally opposite of what paul said about timothy and and lois and eunice right there at the end of that verse you know But the whole first part of this Psalms was exactly what the grandmother and the mother had done and Timothy had received from them. And he actually says, Paul actually says of them that you, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which I know was in your grandmother, I know was in your mother, and now lives in you. Yes. Amen. So that's what we've got to as influencers and being held accountable by our influence. We have got to do this. Yes, yes. Generations are depending on it. Amen, amen. I, I like how you, how you said, you know, what our nation needs right now. You know, if we, if we want to make a difference, if we want to start to, to see our nation shift back towards God, you know, because I don't, I don't know how everybody feels about, about everything, but our, you know, our nation is, is shifting away from God, right. turning away from God. Right. Then we got to get, we got to get back to the family. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and mom and dads, 
got to influence uh, their children and have got to remember that that they're going to be held accountable for how they influence yeah. uh, their children. You know, I, I think I said a couple of weeks ago. You know, Mother Teresa, when asked, "How do you change the world?" You know, said said, "Go home and love your family." Right. You know, I mean, we need to we need to we need to love God, uh, and uh, and we need to love the church, mm. and we need to love our families, mm. uh, and um, and it's so interesting how concerned God is. For the next generation, that's right. For the yeah. influencing of the next generation yeah. to, to the point where he's not even where he speaks there to not even the born next generation, that's right. But all the way to the unborn that's right. next generation, yes. Which, which the enemy's already he he recognizes that and is already trying to wipe out the unborn generation mm -hmm. so that they're not even born, mm -hmm. you know, through abortion and, right. and all that kind of yes yeah. uh, evil mess. Yeah, I called abortion evil mess because that, yeah. that's what it is. Evilness. Evil, <laughs> evilness. It is. It, it is wicked, mm. and it is evil, and no uh, blood-bought, born-again child of the King uh, should have any part of it or or, or support it at all. Uh, it's the enemy trying to wipe out the next generation that's right. uh, of the of the young men and women of God that He wants to arise. Uh, um, we we've got influence. And uh, and we'll be held accountable uh, for for all of the decisions uh, that we make uh, in our lives. Uh, so let's let's make ones that that uh, that bring glory and honor to God, and that we are we are happy to stand before Him uh, on Judgment Day and not afraid because because we know that we've lived to influence the next generations. Right. Right. Uh, for the glory of God, yeah. uh, for the cause of Christ. Yeah. And I want to encourage um, some mamas right now because I was just reminded of a story that you told me the other day. Uh, you were having a conversation with, you were ministering to uh, a mom and um, she was asking, you know, just what can I do? Uh, she was concerned about her child and she's like, what can I do? Yeah. And you told her, what did you say? I said, well, you, you praying? Mm -hmm. Praying? And she said, I'm wearing my knees out mm -hmm. praying. Yep. And I don't want you to ever think, mama or grandmama, that your prayers do not make a difference. Because mama's prayers and grandmother's prayers are powerful. Yes. To the next generation, powerful. Mm -hmm. So I don't want anyone out there to think my job is small. As a mom, it is the biggest job that you could possibly have. Yes. And you are influencing this next generation. And that's a worthy calling. Yes. And so wear mm. your knees out Amen. and don't let the enemy say that's that's the least you can be doing because that's the most you can be doing. So I just want to encourage you to keep praying for your children and don't give up. Yes, so good. Wear out those knees. Amen, amen. Such power in that. Yeah, you know Lois and Eunice were doing that for Timothy. And yeah, and look at look at who he became. That's right. Um, my goodness, praise the yeah. Lord. The power of a praying mom. That's right. And That's a praying right. grandma and, yeah. a, and a praying dad. I mean, it's just it's just powerful. Yeah. And uh, and life changing. Um, let me let me read Luke uh, 17 uh, to you here. I, I think this will just just give us a closing uh, direction. Uh, um, kind of speaks to everything that we've that we've talked about, and then just just speaks to what we need to do. 
Uh, Luke 17, starting at verse 1, Jesus said to his disciples, uh, things that cause people to sin are bound to come, but woe to that person through whom they come. Uh, so that there, there's, there's, uh, there's going to be influences out there that influence people to sinful things, right? I think you said this. Our, our influence can be positive and negative. You know, it can it can be good and bad, which which I think we understand. It can you know it can be towards God or or away from God. It can be in the right direction or or it can to lead people in the right direction or in the wrong direction. Jesus says here that uh, that that there's going to come things that are going to cause people to sin. He said they're going to come through people. He says, "Woe to whom through they come, woe to to those through whom they come." Uh, so if if your influence is leading people to sin, Jesus has just given you a woe. <laughs> he mm. said, he said, woe to that person. And then he, then he says this in verse two: it would be better uh, for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Mm. So so there again is this is this Jesus speaking to influence and directing it to the little ones, yeah. directing it to, to children uh, and saying, woe to us who have influence over children uh, that, we, that we are careful with our influence so that we don't lead them astray and we don't lead them to sin. It would be better to have a millstone tied around our neck mm. and cast into the sea than, mm. than to do that. And then, yeah. and then Jesus says this in verse three, uh, he says, uh, so watch yourselves. Just be on guard. Be alert. Mm -hmm. Be prepared. Watch, watch yourself. Watch, watch the way that you're living. Watch the things that you uh, say. Watch the attitudes that you have. Watch the decisions uh, that that you make. Watch yourself, uh, because you have influence, and and you're going to be held uh, accountable for. Uh, your influence, you know, and, and so you can go through Scripture and, and find the times where it talks about, you know, watching the way that you live and, and watching over the things that you do and the things that you say and, and being careful in these days that we live in uh, uh, to, to be wise and, and not foolish and be a great thing to study out. But, but, but tonight we need to be reminded uh, that, uh, that God's watching, uh, so we should watch ourselves. God's watching the way that we live, so we should watch ourselves. And then, and then uh, uh, Jesus talks about forgiveness uh, here. Uh, and then, um, and then, uh, and then there's the story of the healing of the 10, 10 lepers, lepers, and the only one comes back and, and asks and says, thank you. And then, and, G and then in, in verse 20, Jesus is asked a question, and he gives a really, uh, really interesting answer to this. Verse 20, it says, uh, Once, uh, having been asked by the Pharisees, when, will the kingdom of, when the kingdom of God would come, uh, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God does, does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, uh, Here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Mm. That if, if, if you want to get your influence right and, and make sure that on the day when you stand before the Lord, you hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, you've got 
You've got to get the world out of you and the kingdom of God uh, within you. That's right. That's good. And let the kingdom of God and, and His His ways and, and thoughts and, and words and desires, His, His kingdom come, that His will be done in, your, in you. You get that in you and let the kingdom of God take over within you, then you are going to influence others according to the kingdom of God, right? Because, because what's within us mm-hmm. comes out of That's us, right. right? It's out of the yeah. abundance of a heart yeah. that, we, that we speak. So if it's mm-hmm. the kingdom in you, the kingdom comes out of you. Yeah. Dads, if it's the kingdom yeah. in you, the kingdom comes out of you and you influence your children according to the kingdom of God, according to God's will. That moms, if, it, if it's the kingdom in you and not the world in you, uh, it's the Word of God in you and, and not, you know, what we're reading on Facebook or, or whatever else there is to look at. Uh, what in you, what's in you is coming out of you. Let the kingdom of God get in you, uh, pastors and parents and teachers and friends and, 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 and whatever area of influence you may have. If the kingdom's in you, the kingdom comes out yeah. and you influence people yeah, according to uh, the kingdom of God. Yep. So, so obviously, uh, the place to start here is if you've not made Jesus Lord and King of your life, then the kingdom of God is not within you. But Jesus laid down His life on the cross so that all could come and become citizens of the kingdom of God and, and members of God's family and have Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, uh, make His home in your life and the kingdom of God within you. Uh, so if you've not made Jesus King and Lord and Savior tonight, uh, then just pray with me uh, and, uh, and open your heart uh, and let the kingdom of God come into your life. If you have done that, but, but you feel like there's all kinds of other influences in there, uh, then just pray with me tonight and ask God to, to reestablish His kingdom uh, in your life so that it's the kingdom in you. Because yes. uh, if the kingdom in you is in you, then the kingdom comes out of you. That's right. That's good. Uh, let's pray together. Just repeat after me. Uh, Lord Jesus, I see tonight that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. And Jesus, I want you to be King of my life. And I just open my heart and ask you to come in and not only be my Savior, but be my Lord and my King. I give you my life, and I pray that the kingdom of God would come within me, and that because it's within me, that it would come out of me, and that I would influence everyone that I come in contact with uh, according to the kingdom of God, that it would be uh, your kingdom come, uh, your will be done, uh, that it would be your thoughts, your, your ways, your character, your nature, your words that are coming out of me and influencing others. Yes. Uh, so, so that uh, when I stand before you someday, I, I wouldn't stand before you and, and hear anything but well done, good and faithful servant. Yes. The kingdom was within you and yes. the kingdom came out of you. Yes. We pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh,
thank you so much for, for watching. Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, one of the things that Kingdom of God people do who have the kingdom within them is on Sunday they come together uh, as, uh, as kingdom people and refresh and encourage one another. So make sure you do that uh, this Sunday. And, and the Lord will bless you yes. and uh, you'll influence lives uh, for His glory and for His honor. Yes. God bless.